Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Butt dialing can sometimes be humorous, and sometimes it can send you to jail. Take, for instance, this case of 48-year-old Aaron Allman of Columbus, Indiana. Police there say 911 operators got a call from him Friday night, and when they asked what the emergency was, he simply replied, there was no problem, it was an issue with my cell phone, everything was fine, officers don't need to respond. <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen. Bartholomew County Sheriff deputies went anyway, and that's when they found... There was a warrant out for his arrest. The sheriff later posted on social media thanking Allman for giving police a call to go pick him up. <laughs> so even if you tell them not to show up... They're still probably going to show up, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on this morning, Cliff. We what's that? We talked about it, you and I did yesterday off the air, about uh, the flu going around. and Yeah. I'm wondering if possibly, maybe... Uh-huh. I've got a touch of it this morning. Oh, really? Yes. I don't. Th I don't think... You can get a touch of the flu. You either have it or you don't have it. I feel are you, like... Are you dragging a bit this morning? I, I, yes, and I okay. feel like one or more of my uh, yeah. major organs <laughs> has been removed with a shoehorn. <laughs> one or more. One or more of them, yes. Mm, mercy. Well, maybe it'll get better as the day goes. Or... <laughs> or not. <laughs> I'll infect you. Oh, yeah, thanks. And we'll both be sick tomorrow. <laughs> I'd like to keep all my major organs. I always think kiss. <laughs> well, I just, every time I hear the word French, <laughs> I follow that with kiss or slug. You know, like a snail. A snail? I don't know why, but that just comes to my mind. Cliff, I read this yeah. morning that yeah. the new medical study out says that the so-called superbugs yeah. that are going around are far more dangerous than science previously thought. Really? And that's kind of scary when you think about yeah. it. I mean, once those things get in you, yeah. they just keep going and going and going, <laughs> kind of like the uh, ever-ready flesh-eating bacteria yes. kind of thing. I wonder how they know, though, if this bug is, is just a regular bug. bug. Yes. Well, I mean, they are looking at it because I saw, as a matter of fact, just moments ago as I was looking for interesting things to talk about during the news, scientists now believe that they have a way to keep you from getting the flu and that is to give you a cold <laughs> well <laughs> because there's some weird thing about one virus not being able to attack your body if there's another virus there oh, it's like no vacancy it's like a no, yeah it's like a no vacancy sign is out for the flu virus <laughs> my sickness hotel is full and i've got the no vacancy up I think maybe the super bugs, Cliff, when yeah. they look at them under those powerful microscopes. Yeah. Maybe they're the bugs that are wearing little capes or something there. I like like super well bug. <laughs> where oh where has my super bug been? Oh, yes. Yeah, where oh where can he be? <laughs> we long have we, as an American society, made fun of the French for their seeming ability to surrender. But perhaps there's a new breed of Frenchmen, a badass group of rogue individuals not afraid to tackle the establishment. Civil disobedience, if you will. Perhaps we could learn a lesson that we seem to have forgotten. And the target of the rage of this group is those automated cameras on the highway that catches people speeding. 
and particularly a new turret speed camera said to be the state of the next generation of highway law enforcement. 14 cameras installed on the highways in France. And then law enforcement declared those devices, which sit 16 feet in the air, to be tamper-proof. It was almost as if the French driving public said, Challenge accepted! And as to date, eight of the 14 cameras have been totally, completely, and utterly destroyed. <laughs> Someone last week, week before last, climbed a pole just to spray green paint over the camera's lens. But elsewhere, angry drivers are just stopping to use a chop saw to cut down the pole, and then they douse the cameras with gasoline and set them on fire including one last week, which was destroyed less than 24 hours after it was erected. Hmm. On the other hand, perhaps it's not the French people that we talk about surrendering, perhaps it's the government, because a military analyst would call the enforcement cameras a fixed fortification. And you only have to read for about 30 seconds on the Maginot line to re realize how poorly the French did that. You may remember that was a complicated network of fortified bunkers and a massive wall to keep the Germans from surrendering, and, well, the Germans just went around. <laughs> if you've got something that's really, really good safety-wise, Cliff, yeah. let's say the bank has a vault that no one can get into. The, the last thing you want to do is to declare it. It's almost like the Titanic. Yes. <laughs> Unsinkable, they said. Can't break into this vault. <laughs> Challenge accepted. It'll happen every time. <laughs> that street sweeper you were talking about in the news, Cliff. Yeah. City of Princeton, going yes. to start using there's some, it. There's some financing things to, to be worked out, but it looks like it's going to be a go. Maybe I'm a little weird. Yeah. But I always have kind of been attracted to sweet street sweepers. <laughs> every time I've seen well, one, like in Evansville, yeah. I think that would be kind of cool to be the guy up there. Oh, you're absolutely right. Doing that job. Yeah. Because... It's a lot like vacuuming. I love to vacuum a house. Okay. That's just kind of my, uh, that's my sweet spot right there. Okay. But I have to pick up a bunch of junk when I do it. Right. If I vacuum and there's nothing in the uh, vacuum, I feel like a failure. <laughs> I've let myself down. Because as you're vacuuming, yeah. you can see the progress that you're making. And I think that would be great with a street sweeper. I wish this thing had like a chair beside it or a seat beside the uh, actual operator <laughs> so I well, could sit there. You just want to you want to you want to go for a ride while while they're working. I think is that what cool. you're doing? Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, I think actually uh, it does. It kind of the cab is one of those large glass. It looks the cab of this from just what I've seen. It looks like the cab of a combine where the guy sits in the middle. The oh, yeah. operator sits in the middle, and there's a steering wheel, and there's kind of like a joystick control because it's got this big broom that can you know boom out and. Like, get a sidewalk or, you know, reach right into the curb or whatever. But I think there's, like, a jump seat on the side where you can get in there and sit down and ride with the operator. That would be fun. Maybe we could arrange that for you. If it has cup holders, I'm in. <laughs> what, do you got to have a cup holder? Oh, I'm not carrying my drink the whole time. <laughs> Maybe an ashtray. See if they got an ashtray in that thing. Well, you could just throw your butt out the window. Yeah, he can just the street it. sweeper and suck it right Heck up. Heck Yes. <laughs> We were talking about street sweeping and how I thought that would be a great thing to try. <laughs> yep. And Tyler says, not so fast, gentlemen. It's not that exciting. You're going three miles an hour all day long. Yeah, so when he says not so fast, it's three miles an hour. Yeah, not so fast, literally not so fast. Cliff, a few nights ago, 
the old classic was on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know, it's yeah. been around since the 60s. Yes, the uh, I was at Claymation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I remember that. Boy, those special effects we thought oh, as kids were oh my goodness. dynamite. Oh, wow. Now they're yeah. pretty sad looking. Yeah. But that reminded me as I was watching that for yeah. uh, one Christmas, my dad went around saying mm-hmm. for like days and days, yeah. That there probably wouldn't be any Christmas at our house that year. Oh, really? <laughs> because Santa can only drive automatic reindeer <laughs> and Rudolph is a stick shift. He said that. That's huh? what he said. <laughs> Rudolph is a stick shift. He couldn't prove that. He just said he knew from past experience. <laughs> I was a little bit worried that year. I thought, yeah. Holy cow. What's up? Yes. Rudolph it, is a stick shift. Who who would have thought that? <laughs> Certainly not I. I don't even know what makes you a stick shift. I don't think I want to know. We, there's a reason high school in Alaska is different than high school in Indiana. And it isn't the two-hour delay we got this morning for that baby breath's worth of snow. Chugiak is a town of about 500 nestled in the mountains along the coast northeast of Anchorage. And Brian Mason is a teacher at the school there and is one of four teachers now participating in a class called World Discovery Seminar. There are about 125 students at the school taking World Discovery Seminar and it uses what's called the Paideia method of teaching, emphasizing collaborative intellectual dialogue filled with open-ended questions meant to increase the understanding of ideas and values. Rather philosophical, in fact. It's also very hands-on which was demonstrated last week when Mason students butchered a moose he brought to school in the back of his pickup. <laughs> he just wanted free labor, That's all right. that amounted yeah. to. <laughs> this has nothing to do with class, but I need this thing butchered. <laughs> it's not exactly true. <laughs> on the edge? Am I on the edge of truthfulness? Not particularly, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perhaps you saw this, Cliff. The bank employee in North Carolina stole $88,000 from the bank vault. No, I didn't see that. Yes, and then he took a bunch of pictures of himself and posted them all over Facebook, surrounded by a bunch of cash. (sighs) Now, this is why Uh this genius deserves to be in jail. What's that? Dude, you had the key to the vault. (laughs) And you only took (laughs) $88,000. Take it all if you're in there. Eighty-eight thousand yeah, or two hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. The penalty is going to be the same. They don't. Uh, they don't disparage there, do they, Cliff? On how much you take? No, over a certain level, it's um, you can't get any more grander than grand when it comes to theft. So. Yeah, there's not a million grand. Yeah, theft. no, not at all. Take it all you if you're well in fill, there. Fill all your pockets while you're there. Yesterday we had horrible luck giving away the tickets <laughs> to the WWE That's Friday right. Night SmackDown. Yes. It's going to be on January the 10th at the Ford Center. Mm-hmm. We're going to try it again today. So we're going to do it the same way we did it yesterday? Of course, because we never learn a lesson here. <laughs> of course. We're going to try it the same way. So you have an option when you call in to win. You can either answer correctly a Christmas trivia question, or you can, well, fill in the beep <laughs> as we play bleeping Christmas music. Yes. There will be one bleep. You'll have to come up with what was bleeped out. That's all you have to do. Yep. Well, let's go to that phone line. Here right. we go. Hi, who's this? This is Tyler Jeffers. Tyler, where are you from? From Vincennes. I'm your street sweeper. Yeah, oh, you yeah. are, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Well, good morning, Tyler. 
Good morning. All right. It's up to you. It's listener choice. Do you want us to ask you a trivia question about Christmas, or do you want to pay, play bleeping Christmas music? We're going to do the trivia. I'm not a big fan of Christmas music. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's okay. Yep. Now, you're familiar, Tyler, with the night before Christmas story, right? I believe so. All right. You know, the night before Christmas and all through the house? Yeah. All right. What type of headgear does Mama wear? Oh, man. Well, okay, we're going to have to say you lost that, okay, Tyler? Uh, uh, All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Should have went with the bleeping Christmas music. You should have, because that's just a one-word answer, and you pretty well know every word around it. The Christmas carol, though, is like a, I don't know, six-and-a-half-minute-long poem. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is, Cleo. Now, there's, we, you asked for one word in the middle of it, but people generally don't know the words around that word. So that's what's going to make that more difficult. That's true. Speaking of A Christmas Carol, that poem. Oh, yeah. Night Before Christmas. Night Before Christmas. The, um, you remember our good friend, Elfie McElpherson? I remember him, yeah. <laughs> good friend of yours, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, I, I got a, a, kind of an email kind of a thing. From his new email address at KPU in Los Angeles, or at Las Vegas, because he's working on the radio in Vegas. Now, I heard he was. KPU. Yes. And so he's working on a special thing for Christmas, an Elfie McElpherson Christmas, and I believe it's going to have something to do with that poem. For us here? Yes, for us. He's going to send it as a gift to us. Before Christmas, I hope. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> that would yeah. be kind of foolish, you know. Yeah. <laughs> July the 6th. In. It would come in, yeah, in summertime. I'm dreaming of summer right now, though, to be <laughs> sure. honest with yeah, you. You're, you're absolutely right. It's 9-11 here on the Morning Road Show, and for the second time this football season, yeah. two people now have died at Ravens football stadium in yeah. porta-potties. <laughs> what do you mean? They, they, they have porta-potties at the uh, football stadium in Baltimore? Yes, outside the stadium. <laughs> outside? Yes. Okay. Now, the main reason, Cliff... Yeah. I refuse under almost any condition yeah. to use a porta potty at any time <laughs> is the fear of well this happening right there. Oh, okay. So I mean most people who try to avoid using porta potties are like uh, uh, germs. It's nasty and it st- it smells bad and they're germs. But that's not you. No, that's not the main reason. Even though you are very careful of germs. Yes, but the main reason is the fact that you don't want to die inside a porta potty. That's right. Because no matter what you've done in your life, <laughs> That's right. whoever you've touched yes. in your life, right, you'll always be remembered as the guy who died in a porta potty. You'll be porta potty man. <laughs> I'm telling you. You laugh. Oh yeah. But if tomorrow, and yeah. I hope it doesn't happen, yeah. but if tomorrow Bill Gates is found in a porta potty, <laughs> the only thing people will remember of all the great things that he's done is that Bill Gates died in a porta potty. That's exactly right. <laughs> Our phone number is 812-386-1250. We're going to do a truly listener's choice right now, Cliff. Right now? Yes. Okay. This is going to be the deal. You know I love the Take It to the Bank. (laughs) You know I love it. Really? Yes. No, I never knew that. Yes. And so we're going to have one of our wonderful listeners call up. Worst program on the planet. And once they call us up, they're going to say, hey, let's either... Have the take it to the bank again today, yeah. or let's can it 
and do another WWE <laughs> Friday Night SmackDown. Okay. We'll see where Take It to the Bank okay. actually stands this how, morning. How important is it to the listeners? Will they turn down a chance to win tickets to a nationally televised event? Or do they want to hear that stuff that you call Take It to the Bank? We'll see, Cliff. Are All you right. ready? Yes. Here we go. Hi, who's this? This Kathy. <clears throat> Kathy, where are you from? Mount Carmel. And what's your last name, Kathy? Lathrop. Lath- Lathrop? Yes. All right, Kathy Lathrop. It's all up to you there in Mount Carmel. Are we doing Take It to the Bank, or are we going to do the WWE ticket giveaway? I say we try the WWE ticket. You're <laughs> killing me, Kathy. You're killing me. <laughs> if you do it quick enough, you still got time for Take It to the Bank. Well, <laughs> when would you like for us to do the WWE ticket giveaway? In 10 minutes from now? Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> you know, Kathy, you're on the phone right now. You, you could say right now. <laughs> Right now. There you go. Okay, All right. Well done. Yes. So, which game would you like to play, Kathy? Do you want the trivia? The trivia. Are you pretty good at this? No one wants to hear the bleeping Christmas. I've music known today. most of them. You know. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's see how good you are. I'm not going to make you name all the reindeer. Okay. That's a tough. One. I could do that. That would be easy. All right. Well, let's see how easy this one is. It's at the top of the page here. Okay. Okay. Kathy, what was Grandma drinking when she got run over by a reindeer? Eggnog. Boom. Well bang. done. Well wow, done. You do know all of them, don't you? All right. Well, you drop by our Country 98.1 studios, and you have a great time at wrestling, okay? All righty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're still having that stupid take-it-to-the-bank thing, aren't we? No, no. Kathy didn't want it. Breaking oh. my heart, Cliff. <laughs> my new best friend, Kathy Lager of Mount Carmel. <laughs> I could see that, yes. <laughs> well, you do realize... That at this very moment, Cliff... Yeah, what's going on? Listeners are probably going to that Carmi station <laughs> because we're not doing Take It to the Bank. So I'm taking my Take It to the Bank, folding it up, putting it up for another day. Oh, darn. Well, Cliff, since yeah. I had nothing else to do during the Take It to the Bank time, <laughs> yeah. I decided to come up with a different game plan for tomorrow morning on this program to give away tickets oh, to WWE. that's right, because we still have a whole envelope full of tickets to give away to this show. Yes. Now, tomorrow, yeah. we're still going to give you the listener's choice option mm-hmm. of bleeping Christmas music, or, yeah, and this is going to be right up the ladies' aisle, Yeah. I mean, in the sweet spot, Yeah. we're going to play the game called Hallmark or Hall Miss. <laughs> really? Yes. That's a new game. It is a new game. We've never played that before. No, we haven't. Hallmark or Hall Miss. We'll give you the name of a yeah. supposedly movie, Yeah. and you tell us, is that actually on Hallmark or ever been on Hallmark? Or did you just make it up? And it's a Hall Miss. Okay. Or bleeping Christmas music. Either you one. Could, you could do that, too. Yes. We've got plenty of those loaded up, too. I'm very sorry to call and tell you this. And I'm looking for a different radio station, one that plays Take It to the Bank. This is very depressing if you've taken that off today. I'm with you. I'm exactly with you. It's very depressing. (laughs) It's too bad there is no other radio station that plays Take It to the Bank. I'm telling you, Cliff, me and that caller right there... We're going to the Carmi you know. station. That's where we're going right now. <laughs> you do realize, of course, people are just being sympathetic to you. <laughs> no, they love that program, Cliff. They love that thing. They love it. Yeah, right. Megan Mullins ain't what it used to be. 
Kind of like this program without taking it to the bank, if you ask me, Cliff. <laughs> really? Ain't I, what it used to be. I kind of thought the past half hour kind of like skimmed along, like there had been an anchor, a giant weight had been lifting off our shoulders. What a drag that part of the program is. Anything said today, Cliff? Phrases of the day, start with number three. Rudolph is a stick shift. <laughs> number two, you'll be porta potty man. <laughs> number one morning roadshow phrase for today. We're both going to that Carmi station. <laughs> And I'm taking my ticket to the bank with me. Go ahead. I don't care. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.